Hey, leader, imagine if you had a GPS to help you navigate your customers' emotions. Well, today's episode, you are in luck because that's what we're going to do. We're going to help you to navigate the emotions of your customer so that you can really get to that treasure chest of customer loyalty and customer retention. Today, we're talking about customer journey mapping. Welcome back to the Leaders Listen Up podcast, presented to you by The Inside View. I'm your host and your friend, Crystal DeCuna, and each week we equip you with epic tools and techniques to help you design fantastic employee and customer experience. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us, my friends. We are back today uh, and we're in the middle of a three-part series. So excited to share today's content with you. We started last week with episode one, Customer Experience 101, turning one-time buyers into those lifelong raving fans. That's what it's all about, my friends. And so last week, we talked about the 3P matrix. I talked a little bit about how, uh, please go back and listen to that episode. I dropped some good nuggets in there. We talked about the 3P, so pure joy, how to do the pass-by and the pivot. It to really just get the customer experience 101 basics. So go back and check out that episode. But today we're talking about another tool that I use to really help turn those one-time buyers into those lifelong fans. That's the goal. We're all in business to make sure that we're consistently having customer loyalty and customer retention. And so this tool, which is called customer journey mapping, is one of my most favorite tools. Any customer experience designer, anybody in the industry knows this tool well. And so today, I want to share some benefits with you about the tool, how it can be used, and how we use it at the Inside View. We use it a little bit differently, and so I want to share that with you. So if you're ready, let's dive in to part two of our three-part series. So let's start by talking about what is journey mapping. So journey mapping is really like a roadmap. So if you can imagine, you know, really understanding how your customer first comes to find you, where do they come from? What platform do they find you on? Are they finding you on social media? Are they finding you at your front door in your retail space? Are they finding you online? Are they finding you because of a referral? How are they coming in? And what's the state of emotion that they're in when they first meet you? Do they have a need? Do they have a desire? Do they have a want? Um, Are they just curious? What is that state of emotion? But what journey mapping also does is it allows you to map out the people and the processes at key touch points through that customer's journey. So, you know, for those of you that might be familiar with like a vision board or a storyboard, you know, where you can visualize kind of the the commercial that you're going to paint or that the product that you're going to launch. It's all, it's all very much visual, right? And so you take the data, you take all the information, but you create this visual impression of what that feeling you're trying to evoke. That's what journey mapping is. It really allows you to visualize the steps that that customer takes to do business with you. Now, the beauty of journey mapping and why I love it so much is because we can use it for multiple different customers. So when I say the word customer, I mean your internal customers. So that would be your staff, perhaps your vendors, some of your key stakeholders, and your external customer, which would be the person doing business with you, right? And so there's lots of different ways we can use the word customer in a journey mapping example. So when I do this with not-for-profits, the customer might be the donor. Uh, When I do this in the healthcare industry, the customer might be the patient. So sometimes the customer might actually be the user. And so we actually did this with a, a fashion designer who made clothing for child for children. 
And so when they made the clothing for children, the user was the child, but the buyer, the customer was the parent. And so we were able to really map out both the customer experience and the user experience along the way. Clearly the user experience, we don't have the voice of that user, but we know how the customer is feeling about the product as it wears, as it washes, as, you know, the, the child might be irritated or itchy in the fabric, or they might, you know, have total joy and be really able to be flexible and move around in the, the clothing. And so you're able to really visualize and see how the customer experiences your brand, not just your product, but your entire brand. So the people, the processes, the products all involved in your brand, how does the customer touch? that at every stage. The other part of journey mapping that's so awesome is that you're able to highlight these key moments of truth. And so those moments of truth with the experience is fantastic. You know, it's phenomenal. It's that wow factor. The moments of the experience where it's kind of like, wow, you know, so it's okay. Um, I call it I call it the F word. I call it fine. You know, nobody just wants to provide you a fine product or service. They want to be able to really make sure that they're providing you with that wow factor. And so, you know, what's that? Ex- sometimes the experience can be that wow. And other times that experience can be meh, fine. And other times it can be really disappointing. And so journey mapping allows you to really identify how that person is feeling at every stage of the game. I recently um, got back from the UK and uh, had a a fantastic experience there. And I stayed at a hotel called uh, NYX in London. Uh, They were fantastic. They, They took really good care of me. But along the way, there was a couple of bumps in the road. There was quite a few bumps in the road at the beginning. Um, You know, not intentional, but we had some challenges in the customer experience. But the beauty was the recovery. The beauty was really the recovery. They they recovered really well. They were focused. They had a plan. They knew right away if something went wrong, this is how they were going to handle it. And so they really understood the journey that I was on. And they understood my expectations of the journey. And so they were really able to create some magic moments for me uh, that were memorable that I will definitely talk about. So uh, I can't wait to share that with you in a future episode. So let me share with you a few more benefits of journey mapping. And I, I call it customer journey back mapping. But please know, no matter what industry you're in, it it can be the patient experience, it can be the donor experience, it can be and and the employee experience. We often map out that employee experience, actually, especially in challenging situations like we're in today's day and age, where finding top talent uh, is such a challenge. You know, when you're able to journey map that experience, so where is that employee three months before they ever come to you? Where are they? What are they doing? And how do we position our organization to be attractive to them when they're looking, when they have a challenging situation? Um, And so we do a lot of this in, in when it comes to building loyalty and retention with your employee experience. So here's one of the main benefits I want to share with you when it comes to journey mapping. There was recently a study done by Forrester that talked about organizations and businesses that really lead in customer experience. So they they integrate customer experience strategies and and, uh, techniques throughout their, their customer journey and their employee journey. These organizations outperform their competitors upwards of 80%. 
So leader, if you're listening today and you're here, you're in the right place because understanding that journey is non-negotiable in the way we do business today. So this is a tool that we you, you absolutely have to use. And in my mind, it's just as important as a as a budget sheet or as a profit and loss statement, you know, allowing you to kind of see the future of the company financially. This is exactly the same tool. It allows you to see the future of the organization from an employee perspective or from a donor perspective or from a customer perspective, right? Whoever it is that we decide to map, it allows you to see what the future could look like. So it is, in my mind, it's a non-negotiable tool that needs to be used consistently and analyzed consistently, uh, really understood and executed. That's the thing when it comes to journey mapping. Um, you know, often organizations will journey map, but the execution can fall uh, short. So, okay, we know, you know, the key moments of truth. We understand those key moments where the journey is great and where the journey is not great. Um, but let's execute to make sure that we're designing delight in those moments. You know, I remember when I worked with a home builder years ago, there was an element of the customer journey that we were going to eliminate. Um, it was actually just still around the time of, Gosh, I'm dating myself now, but but email was like, you know, everywhere we were emailing everything. And so instead of mailing, like snail mailing, uh, a letter to our purchasers that prepared them for the upcoming season. So it was like a home maintenance letter. So they were able to get prepared for spring and summer. Uh, and I think we sent one in the fall as well. So they knew what to do in their home, you know, how to take care of their grass, prepare their grass, how to uh, take care of some of the things in the basement for that seasonal weather. And so we always sent this letter to them via snail mail. And we were ready to send it to them via email. And we were just about to do that. And we put out a customer survey. And the customer survey showed that that letter drastically helped to reduce our service calls. Because people got that letter in the mail, they weren't calling us for service issues. And they had less and less problems and challenges with some of the maintenance issues because they didn't forget to do those things that we reminded them about. Now, if we had sent that same letter in an email, what are the chances it would have gotten opened? You know, what are the chances it would have got deleted or gotten to a spam man at mail and not gotten into their hands? And so we were able to really identify that by, by kind of journey mapping what that experience would be like. And we understood that this right here was a moment of truth that we couldn't afford to risk because we wanted to make sure that that customer had a phenomenal experience and that, you know, we were reducing those service calls. We were preparing them so that they enjoyed every element of their home. So, you know, sometimes you're looking at eliminating processes because you want to digitize them or you want to make it simpler. But when you journey map, you can really identify some things shouldn't shouldn't be changed. Some things are working really well and some people really enjoy that piece of the experience. So journey mapping really allows you to do this. So I want to take you through kind of the process a little bit at a high level. And so step one, we design that persona. And again, I shared with you, the persona can be a customer, an employee, a patient, whoever it is. But we design that persona so precisely. We take a look at the brands that are important to them. We take a look at the pain points, the future goals, the aspirations, some of the organizations that they deal with currently, their favorite brands, their least favorite brands. And we start to really understand the psyche and the, the kind of methodology that this persona moves with. Now, here's the thing, though. This isn't just a made-up persona. This persona is designed 
based on customer feedback. So how do we design this? We we do surveys, we do voice of customer data, we'll do focus groups, uh, but we take a look at your current list and we analyze that current list to be able to design a persona that's true. So it's not a made up client. It's a client that is crafted based on your current clients or clients you've lost. You might want to journey map clients that have left you. And so we did that once for an organization where they were noticing a pretty big churn rate. And so we did some focus groups with those customers and I gathered voice of customer data. I was able to to do some research, have one-on-one interviews with quite a few of them. And we carefully crafted and designed you know, the the persona based on the people that left and why they left. So that's the step one. We design that persona. So so ultimately, you know, once you're clear on that ideal persona, um, you can start to map out the process. We were recently working with another home builder where they said, Crystal, like we have we have so many different customers. We have first time home buyers. We have retirees. We have people, um, you know, upgrading their homes. And so those were multiple persona because each one of those is going to have a different journey with you. They're going to get to you first from a different channel. And so we can't do that for, we can't like group them all into one as a customer. We have to design a persona for each one of those. And we'll prioritize based on uh, initiatives and based on research and analysis. We'll, we'll kind of understand which one do we want to uh, map out first, which is the priority and why. Do It's not always that you go to your, your lowest sales. Sometimes you go to your highest sales because you want to maximize that. Sometimes you want to go to your lowest sales to say, you know, do we even want to offer this product or service anymore? So there's a lot of different ways we analyze kind of which one to start with, but understand that you might have multiple customers. Uh, Chances are you do have multiple customers. And so you really want to uh, hone in on that. You know, the reality what I want to share with you is that journey mapping is such a versatile tool. It can be used for anything. If you're a small business that uh, walks dogs, you can use that journey map to understand your customer better and make sure that you have that loyalty and retention. If you're a multi-million dollar business and, you know, you've got hundreds of thousands of staff, you can use journey mapping. You can teach each staff to use that tool so that they're able to use it with their customers. So it really doesn't matter what size organization, what matters is that you listen to the information that's coming to you and you see the information that's coming to you from that journey map because it's like in your face. It's a visual representation. You know, you'll have this clear red line going down the page in that moment of truth or that moment of misery that's happening in that customer journey. And it gives you the opportunity to take that moment of misery and design absolute delight. All right, my friends, I hope that gave you some insight into what customer journey mapping is all about. Uh, I'd be delighted to to give you some more insight. But what I've done for you is I've actually curated uh, a little tool that kind of goes through the 10 steps. It's a bit of a framework uh, for effective journey mapping. So it just gives you the start to really understand what it is. But remember, I said this is one of those tools that's just as important as a profit and loss statement or your budget sheet. So if you're not clear, connect, um, connect with me or connect with any other customer experience professional, they'll be able to guide you to be able to help you understand journey mapping more and see if it's the right fit for you. I don't think there's an organization out there that it's not the right fit for, but maybe, um, you know, how to do it and and when to do it is, is really what you need to be guided on. So go ahead and check out the show notes, download that framework. It'll give you just a start to see how you can start journey mapping. We actually have a journey mapping a training course as well, where we teach
teach you how to journey map. So we'll do a map with you, but we teach you the skill so that you're actually able to do it with your team anytime you'd like. So that's something that, uh, again, I'll put the details in the show notes. So you're welcome to join us uh, for a session as well, if that's something that interests you. All right, my friends, I hope today's episode has equipped you with another tool in your toolbox to help build loyalty and customer retention for not only your customers, but your employees, your teams, your donors, your patients, whoever you serve. That's the goal here. Leaders, we want you to be the most effective leaders. We want you to be people's champions. And tools like journey mapping is one of those things that you have to have in your back pocket to do business in today's business world. So thank you for tuning in to the Leaders Listen Up podcast. And don't forget, leave a review, share your takeaways, share your comments. I would be delighted to hear from you if you have questions. We will definitely address them in an upcoming episode. So please stay connected and check out those links and those resources below. My friend, have a fantastic day and thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week.